when people say they're in growth mode, having growth mindset, I like the intentionality where that's going, but I want it to be a little bit more specific because the thing about growth is, are you growing seeds or are you growing weeds? Both are still growing. They're still growing. And so you could be growing, but are you really growing things that are serving your highest and best for yourself? Or are you growing things that really bear fruits and fruits that you really want to have? I'm Junaid Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Today we get to speak with Benjamin Yeah. He is a business and transformation coach. Combining his investment experience and intuitive gift, Ben empowers entrepreneurs on how to gain clarity in discovering their true north, start thriving in their businesses, and live the life they are meant to create. Ben's career has evolved from being a real estate consulting investment officer for a family office where he invested over a billion dollars serial entrepreneur, husband, father, advisor, coach, and overall student of life. Ben launched his Boom Vision podcast in 2021, a show designed for driven entrepreneurs and professionals seeking clarity, purpose, and happiness. His show dives deep on how to create lasting success by building a solid foundation of a healthier mind, body, and soul. It all starts with a powerful mindset. I'm super excited to speak with Ben on today's episode as we dig in deep into the origin story of Benjamin. Yeah. Hey, Benjamin, thanks for coming on, brother. Thanks so much for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here and I'm excited to have our uh, interview and conversation. Fantastic. So what I like to do is take my, take our listeners, take Take the one guy that's listening to us, that's usually myself, listening back to the episode, is what inspired you to take the path that you took? And, and you know, let's start with who is Benjamin, where he comes from, and let's jump right in. Yeah, no, I, let's see here. So the best way to describe it is that, you know, I'm on my third chapter in my career. 
But I guess before we get into the chapters, you know, I, I was originally born in Taiwan, came to the States when I was three and grew up in LA in, in California. And so really my first language was English um, rather than it being Mandarin. But, you know, when I started my career, my first chapter, I was actually a real estate hospitality consultant. So I did that for about four years and essentially it was like living out of a suitcase for four years. Being a consultant, you're always on, a, you know, on in travel. Sometimes I forget like what time zone I'm in. And what happened was it was the uh, day before Christmas in 2008, went into the office and got laid off, which was lovely. <laughs> I can remember that vividly. <laughs> and it's funny because like I, I remember it was I was working in downtown LA at the time. I remember driving down. I had Kiss FM turned on. Oh yeah, and there's a new song that came on by the uh, Pussycat Dolls called um, mm-hmm. "I Hate This Moment Right Now." I was like, "Oh, that's a catchy tone, right?" <laughs> but I was like, "Ooh, something feels off here." Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure enough, I went in and you know I got laid off, and so it was definitely a bit of a stressful time. But you know, usually when one door closes, another one opens up if you're looking in the right areas. And yeah, I had a really, really amazing opportunity to work for a family office. And so this is my second chapter in my career where a family office is just a fancy term for an investment team. Mm-hmm. And so the um, people I worked for were the founders of Panda Express. And so they built a really a restaurant empire. It's a mom and pop store, meaning it's completely family owned. They didn't franchise, it's all company owned. And it started wow. with one restaurant. Holy and now fuck. I think right now they have like over 2,200 stores. Wow. So they built a behemoth. And so the time I joined them because of my real estate background, all the money they made in the restaurant business, they and then generated an income, we invested on their behalf. So we bought a lot of real estate, we bought a lot of retail centers, apartments, office buildings. Um, and because my background matched that in terms of, you know, adding value to their investment team. And yeah, And so I was there for seven years. At the time, I think they had like maybe 1,200 stores. They opened like 100 stores every year, which if you think about it, that's like one store every three and a half days. So it was a very well-oiled machine at the time in terms of the restaurant group. And and it was just in a very, it was great principles to work for. And it was a tremendous amount of experience because not only do we invest in real estate, but Mm -hmm. because of how much money they generated, a lot of people knock on the doors asking for investments. You want to invest in this startup. You want to invest in this um, venture capital deal, private equity deal. You want to invest in this fund. And so essentially almost anything you could think of under the sun, I, we've seen. I've seen it come across my desk and we would evaluate and then we'll see if it's the right fit or not. And and so it was a really amazing experience as a corporate executive working in a family office as an investment officer. But what was very interesting was halfway through, so I met my wife. At Panda. So we're, you know, mm-hmm. we're considered a Panda couple. Right? And um, <laughs> when we got married and when we had our first kid, I was on a maternity leave and I was forced to turn off my BlackBerry. I could not access my emails in BlackBerry. Right. And so I was forced to unplug. Oh, wow. You're like, you're off. Mm-hmm. I was off. I was off the grid. And so I was off the grid for like a month. And I remember it was the second week after my son was being born. And I was laying in bed next to my wife. I was staring at the ceiling and I had this vision. And this vision I had was, it was very odd because I saw this house and this front yard and it was me and my wife. We had two kids running around. At the time, I just, you know, only had one child. It was my son. 
And, you know, and we were living in an apartment. So it was a vision yeah. of the future. And it seemed everyone was very happy. But what's, what was very odd about it was as I'm seeing this vision play out on my inside, I was not feeling that same level of happiness. I was actually feeling empty. And I was like, wait a minute, why, why is that? Like, isn't that what we aspire to, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the American dream of having a home and, you know, having a beautiful family. But why is it that in the vision I had where I felt like I should be having this certain level of happiness, why I'm not feeling that on the inside? And when I really dug into and really sit with that, I realized that the path that I was currently on was a path created by others. It wasn't created by me. It wasn't mm. what my soul wanted to be on. And what I mean by that, you know, is, you know, coming from a fairly traditional Taiwanese family, you know, based on culture, based on our backgrounds, you know, you aspire to typically one of three type of professions, right? Either a doctor, a lawyer, or, or in business, right? And, you know, if my intention was to create this amazing career as an investment officer for a, you know, Forbes 500 family, like this yeah. is it, this is this, there's no better place to be. But yet I felt like maybe that was what my culture, my parents, what, you know, what society wanted, but it wasn't necessarily what I really wanted. Yeah. And that was a tough pill to swallow. Cause it's like knowing that now having that awareness, now what, what do I do? <laughs> right. It's like, it's, it's almost like, Absolutely. you know, it's like being stuck or going through like, like a midlife crisis. Right. And, and it wasn't until a few years later that I decided to finally take that leap of faith. And I remember sharing the news with the principals and, um, you know, I, I gave them like a six months notice. I was like, look, this, I know there's a transition period in this. I want to do this right. And it was, but I, I just also knew in the back of my mind, in my heart, I was like, okay, I need to give myself the space to explore, to really figure out what I want to do. Because yeah, absolutely. the path I was on as an, as an investment officer, you know, your job and your career is measured by a number, which is just return. And I didn't want my life to just be just a number. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I want to be more meaningful in that. And so, but what was it? Right. And that was my really my journey of exploring that. And around the same time too, I started gaining more experience and exposure to spirituality. You know, before I was very, as you could imagine, I was very left brain, hundred percent logic, mm -hmm. right? You want to do a SWOT analysis? I could definitely give you that, right? I was very just more <laughs> analytical, but you know, the, the principles are very big on self-development. So, you know, I've done Tony Robbins, Landmark Education, you know, read a lot of different books and, and through this journey, but also getting and experiencing what's, what's theta healing, what's Reiki healing, you know, some energy work, it really broadened my horizon and activated my right brain, my creativity to really balance it out. And through this, that was when around the seventh year, I was like, okay, I think I really need to take that leap of faith and explore on my own. And so that's yeah. already been about five, six years ago. And that's where my third chapter, what I meant by that mm -hmm. I started is this entrepreneurship route. Because when you're investing in different companies in different stages of their business cycles, I mean, it's like betting on horses, right? Yeah. But the entrepreneur is a jockey. The ones that actually owns a horse is the one that really, you know, they put into blood, sweat and tears, but also get yeah. the maximum kind of value. And so I caught that bug and I was like, hey, you know what? I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to explore, see what, what's out there. And so 
I ventured in different businesses with different sets of partners. But the one thing that always came back as a constant was, yeah. you know, my wife was, you know, she's always right. <laughs> and one <laughs> of the things that she observed is like, Ben, whenever you coach with CEOs or management teams, because, you know, when we're investing in companies, sometimes I'll be either sit on boards or whatever it may be. But yeah. when, when I see you coach people, that's when I see you most alive. And she's right, because when you're immersing yourself in whether it's a hobby or something that brings you joy, true joy from within, you lose track of time. Yes, you do. Right? Mm -hmm. Like like time just doesn't exist when you're in that zone. And for me, I, I realize I'm in that zone when I, when I coach and empower people. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, okay, you know what? I really want to focus. I've been coaching over the last decade, but it's more been one-offs. I really want to focus on this if my truly, if my passion and my fulfillment is drawn from that. Yeah. So that's where I decided to really pay attention and build that practice. And also that's when I started my podcast and that's when a chain of events happened where it's like, you know what, I've been listening to Pat Flynn since I left, you know, that yeah. corporate job. And I've always been very inspired, but also appreciate his approach in terms of how he has value for his audience. And that's when, okay, maybe I should do a podcast, right? And so that's what kind of things led in. And that's where I was like, okay, maybe a good community to be part of is SBI Pro. And it yeah. connected me people like, like like yourself and a bunch of other yeah. you know, friends that I've met. So yeah, hopefully that gives you sort of a broad journey. of That's yeah. a really broad journey and a really good one too, because believe it or not, every single one of us has a different chapter in us. Yeah. We just don't, you know, we don't, we, we might, have it on the back of my back of your heads and you know we're we're constantly growing which we're constantly discovering ourselves right um i was listening to ron burgundy podcast as he 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 interviews this um brain he's basically a brain surgeon or mm -hmm. brain scientist brain scientist right mm -hmm. so and the brain scientist says that yes Every single day, we have 1,700 new brain cells being born. Right. Where do you put them? And if you stay in the same state that you're in, well, if you don't give your brain new information hmm. to store, those brain cells will literally die. Hmm. And then an example that they did was um, in London to be a taxi driver, you have to learn the entire city by heart before you're a licensed taxi driver. Interesting. And then they did brain scans of somebody who was a three-year, you know, who, who had been driving for three years versus somebody who was driving for 10 years. Yeah. And the, the part of our brain that does navigation was huge on the, on the person, you know, who's been driving for 10 years because they know all of the routes they yeah. know exactly how to get you there and based on the time of the day they know where there's not going to be any traffic mm. so i was like holy smokes that's amazing so yeah. just learning about that 1.1700 new cells every day yeah there is no limit to what we can learn if you mm. put our mind to like <laughs> literally put your mind to it right 100 percent hundred so, percent. That's, that's, that's one of the things I also share on, on my podcast really is mm -hmm. like, you know, when you think of mind, body, and soul, 
typically the word association that comes up is yoga, right? Which is one form yeah. of it, but it's not mm-hmm. the only form. And, and yoga form. is definitely a great work. And my, my wife was also a yoga instructor. So mm-hmm. m- you know, major respect to, to that practice because it's, it's a lot about breathing and really doing the inner work. And, yeah. But really it starts with the mindset, right? How do you build that? And, and it's funny to share that story because it reminds me of um, an anecdote you know, when I, when I was an investment officer for, for Andrew, Andrew Chern, mm-hmm. he does a lot of site visits of his stores. And yeah. so one of the times where many times when I'm in the car with him and we're traveling, doing some site visits, initially I relied a lot heavily on my GPS, mm-hmm. on my GPS system in my car. Yeah. And, you know, he'll tell me which store he wants. I'll pop an address and I'll just follow it. But early on, as we're driving, he just canceled it and just like, don't no, just go. Yeah. I was like, what? I'll tell you where to turn. <laughs> Uh, well, not only did I tell you a turn, but just like, you know, it's okay. around there, just, 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 just drive. And I was like, okay. And I started freaking out. I was like, wait, I don't yeah. know where I'm going. And, but what I've learned, and, and so what I had to then do instead was before mm-hmm. I know it's going to go on a, in a car with Andrew on a site visit, yeah. I would memorize the routes right before on like, you know, MapQuest or whatever it is, because yeah. he's not going to allow me to use GPS. But, mm-hmm. but the discipline I learned, the lesson I learned from that is when you rely heavily on an externality, whether it's a tool, it's a framework, yes, you are really giving power to that and you're not really exercising your inner knowing, your intuition. Mm-hmm. That leads into a bit of what I share in my podcast, but it, yeah. it was a really big lesson for me because then how else are you going to be, have uh, ability to practice and have that inner sense of knowing, hey, are you going in the right direction or not? Yeah. If you, unless you rely heavily on that GPS. So I love the fact that when you were sharing about the taxi drivers in London, it's like mm-hmm. when you have that, whether it's memorization, whatever it is, rather than just relying on your phone, Waze app or whatever it is, if you actually internally build up that internal guidance system that you have, yeah. everyone has. Yeah. You just have to be able to listen. How is it trying to signal to you and how are you able to strengthen it? Because that mm-hmm. stays with you throughout life. It does. Right. Absolutely. It, people can, people can steal your money, but they cannot steal your knowledge. Mm. Right. Yeah. I've, I've heard that quote so many times. Like you know, something that you keep forever. Yeah. And you you're right. You know, in in so four days in a week, we take my kids to another place for you know their class. Initially, I had to use the GPS to you know get there, but over time, like I don't need the GPS. I know exactly. How yeah. to get there because you pay attention to the signs, you pay attention to our surroundings. Like, yeah. Now GPS does let you know that it's gonna take you this many minutes, like you're this much away, this far away. And then kids will ask, always ask, you know, are we there yet? How long, how much longer to go? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes. It's, it's always 10 minutes. So yeah. So really, really awesome. Thank you for sharing your origin story and and the different chapters. Now that you're on your third chapter, you've Mm -hmm. got a new podcast going. Um, I know I pulled it up. Boom Vision Podcast. Yeah. I really loved the story when we had our conversation a few months ago. Mm. Would you mind telling the audience, you know, where you came up with the name Boom Vision Podcast? Oh yeah, no, I'd love to. I'm getting the chills just talking, just thinking about it. So it's, it's, you know, that's my signal knowing I'm on the right track. So boom vision. So, you know, it, it, it's, I think the, the similarities and parallels that we have is that 
we created our podcast because it's something we wanted that we saw that there's a gap, right? Mm -hmm. And what I realized and where I am now, I know I'm 43 now and where I'm in my life is that when I think back on that time when my son was born and when I had that vision and not knowing, having awareness of knowing, of feeling stuck, but not knowing what to do, how to go about it. I wish there was a language that existed for someone like me that was completely left brain, complete logic based mm -hmm. to understand this world is so much more expansive if you're just open and curious. And, but what is the language? What is the frameworks for me to use and learn for me to understand and process that? Yeah. And so for me, what Boom Vision is about is, you know, I wanted to create something where it's about building a strong foundation of mind, body, and soul. So that success is built on top of a solid foundation rather than on being a house of cards. And it starts with a mindset. Mm -hmm. And in a mindset, it's three core pillars. And this is from my experience in all the different chapters in my career, but also in my self-discovery, also in my spiritual journey. It's three, it boils down to three core pillars. It boils mm -hmm. to imagination, voice, and intuition. Imagination, mm -hmm. voice, and intuition. Now, what does that mean? Your imagination is what you see mentally. Your voice or inner voice, what you hear mentally. And your intuition is what you hear, feel, what you feel mentally. Mm -hmm. What you see, what you hear, what you feel. If you're able to go into what I call your inner mental gym and exercise those three muscles, you are magnifying and amplifying your inner world that then becomes your outer reality. Wow. And so for me, I knew because when I coach people, I really listen to the language they use because the, mm -hmm. the language they use has energy behind it. And what I'm trying to understand is, is that energy matching the vision or the goal that you're setting for yourself, whether it's building a new business, whether it's building a new career, whatever it is, yeah, it needs to match because if it doesn't match, maybe that gap is what, it's where you feel stuck. Mm. And so I, because language is very, I'm very intentional with it. Okay. I knew it's about mind, body, and soul, but the mind is really about imagination, voice, intuition. So if I take those five words, imagination, voice, intuition, body, and soul, and if I take the first two letters of those five words and I scrabble it, mm -hmm. you get either vision boom or you get boom vision. And so I remember I was sitting in this office and I was, I was mapping it out. I was like, oh, that's pretty coincidence. Okay, so and I said it out loud. I was like, Okay, so is it vision boom or is it boom vision? And right when I said that, I, right across from me is, is a window. Right mm -hmm. when I asked that question out loud, is it vision boom or is it boom vision? A bird flew right into my window. <laughs> and it was, it, was, it, was like, it was like right towards my head too. So I yeah. froze, I looked up, I was like, holy cow, what just happened? And there's still feathers stuck to the window. I had to take a picture. Uh -huh. I'm like, no one's gonna believe me unless they see it. There's feathers stuck to the window. and I was like, okay, that's the universe telling me it's boom vision. Mm. Got it. I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> it's boom vision, right? And like, you know, I, I'm a big movie guy. I love watching yeah. movies. I grew oh up in- Oh my God. And when I got this that. idea of the Scrabble is because um, one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time is this movie called Sneakers. Mm -hmm. Not sure if you've ever seen that movie before. I don't it's remember. It's back in like the in 90s where um, if, you've, if you've heard of Field of Dreams, uh -huh. with Kevin Costner, right? Same director, came around one or two years after that. So okay. this is around the same genre. It has 
Robert Redford, uh, mm-hmm. River Phoenix, Sidney uh, Poitier. Like, it's a powerful cast, right? Wow, yeah. And in that movie, in the middle movie, I don't want to ruin it, but I, we'll go watch it, by the way, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'll check it out. In the middle movie, they, um, you know, they intercepted something, and initially the word, the, the description of the technology was called C-Tech Astronomy. Mm-hmm. So they're like, what does that mean? Does that mean something, you know, is astronomy related? Is it NASA related? What, what, what does this word mean? Yeah. But as they were celebrating and they're playing Scrabble, they realized, wait, it doesn't mean that. They took the same letters, they scrabbled it, and they realized it actually meant too many secrets. And so that actually has to do a little bit about the movie and what it is. So again, mm-hmm. not not you know, it's not really a spoiler alert, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that scene always stuck with me. And so that's why for me, I was like, you know, I want to be intentional. It's about these core pillars, but it's about really about balancing mind, body, and soul as it relates to your career to your business. Yeah. And that's how it came with Boom Vision. I was like, okay, I knew this is something special. I got like, it's, that's the title. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Wow. That's, I love that. Bam. That, uh, you know, <laughs> boom, basically yeah. smacking. And then here's your vision. Yeah. All right. All right. I love that. I love that, man. So that's your motivation that keeps you going, right? Because now in chapter three, you're fulfilled you're in your zone of genius what um um what's this gentleman's name it's um the book is called the big leap Mm. by gay hendrix and he talks about there's there's four competencies Mm. there's a zone of incompetence where you don't know how to do any of it you know you can do it there's zone of competence then there's then there's zone of intelligence Mm. And then there's a zone of genius. A lot mm. of us hang out in the zone of zone of intelligence. Yeah. We know it, we're good at it, but it's not really fulfilling us. It's not yeah. doing the time thing, like the time doesn't fly, like, okay, I'm gotta do this. I can I can do this all day kind of thing. But when you when you're in your zone of genius, then the time literally stops. Mm. You know, and then you can just just be be free with your time and and he there's mm. something that he talks about calling time diet and he's like i have mm. massive amounts of time like why can't you be happy in business in life and spiritually like why can't you do that it's because there's something in our psych in our psyche that automatically say oh if you're doing good in one area something else got to go bad mm. so it's a really awesome book um really powerful it enabled me to think past the glass ceilings that we put above ourselves and that's kind of that's kind of the breakthrough you went through yeah absolutely i mean it's those beliefs or limiting beliefs that we have that we have that construct in our mind that then creates our reality like it's interesting it's like you know if you have that belief where if something good in my life is happening and it comes unexpected Mm-hmm. That must mean something bad's about to be around the corner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you have that belief, then that's going to manifest in of itself. It's right? going to manifest. Yeah. Why does it have to be or? Why can't you mm-hmm. live in a world of and? Why can't that's I have cool. that without that? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And it's because of the experience we have as a child, as, you know, growing up and you know, our culture, you know, our family backgrounds, whatever dynamics and experiences we've gone through. Yeah, there's certain key moments where, yeah, you know, you'll be able to relive it very vividly and then you remember it. But it's like, what's that lesson in there 
And what was your interpretation? Because that perspective yeah. created a belief and that seeds, once it's planted, then is that going to be, you know, here's the thing, like when people say they're in growth mode, having growth mm-hmm. mindset, I, I like the intentionality where that's going, but I want it yeah. to be a little bit more specific because yes. the thing about growth is, are you growing seeds or are you growing weeds? Both are still growing. They're still growing. Exactly. They're still growing. And so you, you could be growing, but are you really growing things that are serving your highest and best for yourself? Mm-hmm. Or are you growing things that really bear fruits and the fruits that you really want to have? Yeah. It's seeds Absolutely. or weeds, right? And so that's the thing is, is our language, our belief, you know, it, it's, it's easy to say, but until you understand the meaning and then you start upgrading your language, you know, I, I, what I share in my podcast is that you know, we have what's called, I call SOS, subconscious mm-hmm. operating system, right? We operate a lot in our conscious mind, mm-hmm. but there's times and a lot of times, you know, we're ordering, we're operating on autopilot. Yeah. The classic example, you know, we both have kids, we're dropping yeah. our kids off in, in, in school. And so we, we know the route very well because we do that yeah. day in, day out. But then on weekends, if I'm going to a grocery, I'm going in a similar route, but I'm supposed to make a right turn. But instead, if I'm heavily in thought, I'm on autopilot. I'm going mm-hmm. to school, even though I have no yeah. my kids are in, in, in a car, right? And then, and then I realize after I snap out of it, oh god, I was on autopilot, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, have, have you ever experienced that before? Oh and, yes, all the time. Yeah. Like, why it, am I going this way again? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because we were on autopilot, and mm-hmm. and the thing is, is that when we're deep in thought, our body then becomes on autopilot, our subconscious. So yeah. our programming and our subconscious, our SOS. That's where our belief system, that's where innately we're going to be running those programs. And the question is, the language you use and the program you have, is that an old SOS that you just basically need to upgrade? Do you have yeah. that awareness to upgrade? Because if it's not serving you where you want to go, it's right. time to upgrade that language. Oh, right? I love that upgrade because, so I've, I've been in tech support for a long time. and <laughs> Right? So it's like having computer problems. And I'm like, all right, let's do a Zoom session. I'd log onto the computer and then I see two big blaring red icons next to system update and stuff. I'm like, right. uh, you need to update the software to use the features that we were talking about. So totally makes sense that sometimes you forget to upgrade our own internal software yeah. because we're hanging out with the same people at the same time. So growth mode. I like the seeds versus weeds idea because that's absolutely right. I mean, spring is here and I'm looking at my garden and I'm looking at my yard and I see a lot of weeds. I'm like, I got to go, I got to go out there and pull them out or, you know. <laughs> They're going to suck out their nutrients of where you Overseed, you want to yeah. 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 100%. It. Yeah. So Benjamin, you've been coaching, you've been helping businesses transform for what, almost five years now? I mean, on and off, I've been doing it in the last 10 years, but okay. um, really in the last two years when I really put the gas you know, pedal on, I was like, you know what? I know this is what makes my soul feel very fulfilled. So let me dedicate more time yeah. in this because it, it just makes me feel alive, honestly. And I love it. And that's where, that's when I started my podcast last September. You know, I took a um, power of podcast course with Rap Flynn to really, you know, take it really more seriously. Yeah. And and it's been such a journey because, you know, through the sharings and interviews, but also just sharing what I've known and the concepts I have, it's just really 
what are the little things you can do on, on, on a weekly, daily basis to upgrade yeah. that SOS, right? So Benjamin, let's take a journey and walk us through, give us some pointers on something that we can take action to immediately after listening to this podcast. What's something that someone can start with to introduce transformation in their lives? I mean, does, do we really need it or yeah. how do you even identify that? Great question, man. So, so three things I will talk a little bit about putting more of a analogy and context of what I mean by the three core pillars. Mm -hmm. Um, the second thing will be about what's uh, soil, water, and sun. And then the third thing is actually a framework they can create as a ritual to really shift the energy within your mindset. Okay. Yes. So the first thing, when I say imagination, voice, intuition, I mean, those aren't new words, but what does that really mean? And so the mental picture I want you to think about is, you know, when you're thinking about our business, our career is like a car, right? We're the driver of it, but it's where we want to take that car. But if you really yes. think about that and, and if you zoom out for one second, our personal bodies is our vehicle, is our car. Our mind is our driver of this personal vehicle. And, and one of the uh, questions I always you know, ask people is like, can you imagine if you had your eyes closed, if you're driving and your windshield is fogged up, so you can't really see clearly, if you got music blasting loud, so you can't really hear if there's like another incoming car honking on you and trying to signal to you, you won't be able to hear it because you have the music way too loud. And then you can't really even feel how hard or soft you're pressing the gas pedal and your GPS system is non-functional. If you can imagine yourself driving blindly and without hearing and without feeling, that's a recipe for disaster, right? That's just bound to crash. And that's what I mean by wow. imagination, voice, intuition. Are you seeing, are you hearing, are you feeling where it is that you want to go? And, and how I break it down is your imagination. Are you imagining, is your imagination in a half by 11 piece of paper, or is it as expansive as the entire world? How wow. constricted or expansive is it? Because if you understand the realm and how expansive your imagination is, that's where you draw your questions from. Are you asking small questions or big questions? Are you asking the right questions, right? And so that's what I mean by vision in terms of seeing through a windshield. Are you driving mm -hmm. blindly or do you have a clear idea of where you're going? What is voice? What's inner voice? Well, inner voice, that's the self-talk that we have. Looking in the mirror is like, I look funny today. Why do I have that? Right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's usually negative self-talk, right? I mean, um, there's scientific studies been done and it's like, uh, I think it was um, Dr. Bruce Limpton said that, look, uh, basically for every, as a child from zero to seven, we hear more no's and yes. It's like you get your two more no's for one yes. And as mm. a parent now, oh my God, I'm telling you, I, I'm oh much God. more much more aware and conscious of it because I remember my son when he was first born and we started walking. I mean, he's like a little tank, right? He found yeah. every corner in the room and and he would bang on it. And right before, you know, if he's about to head into a corner, I would be like, no, 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 don't do that. The span of one second, I said five no's. Yeah. And I'm like, do I even bounce it with even one yes? Mm -hmm. And so as a parent, I'm like, wow, I really do say more no's and yes. 
and depending on your culture and your family upbringing, you might even be more than that. More, a lot more, yeah. A lot more. And so that SOS, that programming, that inner voice, it's no wonder most people have a perspective of the world that is half empty rather than half full. It's not you. Wow. That's what I want to tell people. It's not you. It's just more if you have that awareness, what are you doing to upgrade your SOS, your language? That's the inner voice, right? Intuition. Intuition is what you feel. Now, the one other way I call intuition, this is your soul GPS. Mm. Because, you know, let me let me ask you, as a as a parent, as a father, as a entrepreneur, how many times have you ever had like that gut feeling and you didn't listen to it because logic didn't make sense? But yeah. looking back, oh my God, that would have been the right call. Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced that? Oh yes, all the time. Right. And it's like, why didn't I listen to my gut feeling? Why mm-hmm. didn't I listen to my intuition? That was my soul GPS giving a slight signal saying, you might want to course correct. It's usually very subtle, but it's yeah. like, are you, and it's different. It's different from your inner voice. Your inner voice that, you know, maybe that negative self-talk, maybe it might be coming from ego. Usually it's more emotionally charged. Your soul GPS is usually very calm, subtle. It's not emotionally charged. And so it's being able to make that distinction. Wait, how is my soul GPS trying to signal to me? Because that's my internal guiding system to help me if I'm on track or am I going veering off track? So if you can really start exercising those three inner muscles, mental muscles, imagine how far in life you can go in, in, in terms of that, right? Because like, you know, think about in business nowadays, I have a love-hate relationship with this hustle mentality because that hustle and grind is really a, it's good to keep you consistent. However, are you going the right direction? Right. Yeah. Right. Got to figure out that. And if you're not, then it's like you you could be going 10,000 miles in the wrong direction. I'd rather take one step in the right direction Mm -hmm. because because of my age, where I'm at in my life right now, (laughs) I'd rather be efficient with my time. Yeah. And I'd rather take take a minute to just pop my head up. Am I heading in the right direction? Right. Yeah. So that's imagination, voice, intuition. So hopefully that gives you a context of visual because like in this hustle mentality, Everyone wants a faster car. I want to upgrade from a Camry to a Ferrari, right? Like it's always about faster cars. It's like, wait, that 10,000 bag uh, luggage you have that you're carrying with you, guess what? Even if you upgrade a car, that limiting belief carries with you too. It does. Because, and if you because just, when, you, yeah. when you jump on the street with that fast car, guess what? You're going to be riding behind a slow car. <laughs> you can't right. go faster right. than the car in front of you. It's impossible. And and so, you know, by merely identifying, knowing what limiting beliefs you have and letting go of it doesn't serve you in this stage of your life, that in of itself will make you go faster. I love that. It's never about the car. It's about the driver and mindset, right? Absolutely, man. That was really Mm -hmm. insightful, inspiring, and I'm I'm like totally pumped, man. This is this is powerful. (laughs) We've got a few minutes left. Oh, got it. Okay. For for that for towards the end we have some quick quick chat questions. I know sure. I should have asked these questions before, but these are fun questions. We'll get to them pretty quickly. Sure. What is the one hobby that you wish you got into? Mm. I have a lot of hobbies, but I would say um, the one I, I, I 
look back, I remember watching Simpsons and I remember uh, the character Lisa was playing a saxophone. So mm-hmm. I actually always wanted to play the sax. I played a violin mm-hmm. back in high school, Yeah, played a little guitar and ukulele, but I never picked up the sax. But that'll probably be one hobby I, looking nice. back, I wish I picked up. Wind instruments. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. I love it. Saxophone is is very, very smooth sounding, especially listening to Kenny G, you know, grew up listening to the Havana song. It's It's just classic classic it's classic right what did you want to be when you were a child what did i want to be when i was a child you know that's a good question i uh every stage of my childhood i think it was it, it evolved but um i would say you know at, at one point i wanted to be a magician and and that's one of the hobbies i have actually <laughs> so i also do magic so nice. but you know that that was that would have been funny it's like well, what happens if i was a magician as full-time but for me i'm more of a hobbyist so <laughs> i love it thank you man all right next one what is your favorite movie or tv show oh god that's too tough to answer i i have a lot but i'll say the one i really love right now is a tv show and it's ted lasso oh my god ted lasso is amazing it is. I mean, because I'm a coach, so it's like I just I really vibe with his, you know, just his lessons, and it's such oh my God, it's such yeah. heartfelt written, right? It has a lot right. of positive emotions with it. I can't wait for the next season. It's going to be me epic. too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Oh, what movie would I choose? Man, I forgot what I wrote down. What movie would I choose if I can be a character in it? Um, you know, I would be, gosh, I've always wanted to be Marty McFly. All Back right. To the future. Oh my God. I'll say that. Uh, talk about Back to the Future. Yeah. Lego just dropped the brand new. DeLorean? Uh, Back to the Future DeLorean. I saw that. I saw yes. that Pat's like Instagram. I was like, oh, I think I need, I need to get that. Because <laughs> I, I, I was talking to Jillian and, and I was like, does Pat have it? She's like, yeah, he bought three of them. <laughs> like, of course he did. Because <laughs> <laughs> I bought two. I was going to give him one, but I was like, I don't yeah. I guess I'll just keep them both. Yeah. Um, next question. Who is your favorite superhero? Oh, who's my favorite superhero? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Batman. Yeah, here. you gotta. I mean, come on, it's in the shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna have to say Batman. I, it, it's I, what I love about Batman is, at the end of the day, he's a human being. Yes, his superpower isn't necessarily gifted in a sense, but mm-hmm. he uses his resources and his his everything in it within his reach to yeah. serve. You know, serve. So, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what he's doing. He's serving. Um, last question. Mm. If you were a board game, what would it be? Good question. If it's a board game, what would I be? Oh, man. Uh, if I'm a board game, man. I'm going to go with the first one that pops into mind, which is uh, Settlers of Catan. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) And the reason that came into mind is because it's always about managing your resources. Yes, it is. Right? It's It's, all about the resources. That's the core of it. 
Yeah, it is a core. And, and when you know how to balance and manage your resources, then you'll know either slowly or quickly how to get from one point to another. Yeah. I love that, man. That's just so, that's so coach-like. I mean, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're really awesome, man. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I wish we could do this much longer, but we got to cut it out uh, at some point. Sure. <laughs> Where sure. can my audience find you? Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. You know, I, there's a couple of ways people can find me. Uh, I have my website, which is uh, www.benjaminye.com. Last name spelled Y-E-H. Um, nice. I also have my podcast, Boom Vision. Love to hear it. You know, the second and third step I talked about, um, water, uh, soil, water, and sun, and also the um, morning ritual. I also mm -hmm. share that in my podcast. Um, nice. And then I also have an Instagram, which is at Benjamin Ye. Nice. And then you can also find me on LinkedIn. At Benjamin, yeah. So, you know, awesome. any questions, if you feel stuck, just shoot me a DM. If I can help you make that quick win and serve, happy to. You know, that's awesome. uh, that's what I do. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Benjamin. I'll we'll be sure to include all of the ways to contact you, podcast notes. And thank you so much again. We'll talk to you soon. Pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Hacks and Hobbies episode. Junaid would love to hear from you, so please leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Visit hacksandhobbies.com to find additional information on the guest today, as well as the show notes.